Hello, ladies and gentlemen, lady gentlemen, and gentlemanly ladies and in-betweeners. I am your hostess with the mostest, Alexander, here every week on On the Rocks, where celebrities and cocktails mix. They've already been mixing, and I'm fine with that. All right? Tonight, we welcome the gorgeous, the iconic, multi-Emmy and Golden Globe nominee, Miss Lonnie Anderson, with actor, screenwriter, and producer, Terry Ray, in the house. And my guest co-hosts for today are my pals, PR rep to the stars, artist, and writer, Zach Gruber, and the executive director of the AIDS... Uh, Foundation Monument, Monument Foundation. There's three names in there. We'll get them. Um, and, and performer Michael Ferreira. So let's get to it. Raise a glass. Let the games begin. Thank you for being. Life is a banquet, and most poor suckers are starving to death. I'd like to propose a toast. This is On the Rocks with Alexander, coming at you from Sunset Gower Studios in the heart of Hollywood, where I drink with your favorite celebrities, and we talk about fashion, entertainment, pop culture, reality TV, and, and that's about it. So pop a court, pour a glass, lean back, and enjoy On the Rocks, every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on Universal Broadcasting Network. Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy night. It's going, to be, it's going to be a bumpy, bumpy night. And I have to say, that's from All About Eve. Last night, Turner Classic Movies showed All About Eve in the, in the big screen. I got to see it for the first time on the big screen. Cool. I've seen the movie like 100 times. Wow. I remember about 50 of those times, but, you know, still. <laughs> <laughs> we have to say hello to uh, tonight. We are being uh, streamed. Uh, we're new to True FM in Columbus, Ohio, by the way. That's my hometown. Oh, okay. Really? So hello. True yeah. FM is... Ohio. Yeah. Hello, Ohio. I didn't know that Cleveland was like the fifth largest LGBT city. Like, who knew? I was born in Akron. Is is that what? nearby? Yeah. I'm wow. so not and part she's of Ohio. Cincinnati. Sandy and, yeah. Uh, Gordon Jump from WKRP, <laughs> both they? born in Ohio. Oh in my Ohio. gosh! Everyone's yes, from Ohio. So um, yeah, we finally had to go to Cincinnati so we could say we've been there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So Everybody asked us how it was. Oh it's Ohio gosh. Day. Yeah. Well, hello, uh, Columbus True <laughs> FM Radio. <laughs> <laughs> They're streaming us on their Facebook page uh, live, and also uh, the archived episodes can be found on True FM, and uh, they told me this week i'm going to columbus pride at the end of july i'll be fine i'll be doing live streaming and guess who i'm sharing the stage with megan mullally wow hello will and grace fantastic so she took her first pictures from set and i wanted to know what everybody's take is especially lonnie you know having a sitcom you know and uh your show had kind of resurgence there was like it was like a reboot and you guessed it on 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 that yes um what do we think about will and grace coming back I don't know. They're all they're all coming back together. They're mm-hmm. all For talented. Ten, ten episodes. Fun. I think it sounds fun. Yeah. I'll watch it. How yeah. can it not be fun? Yeah. Okay, but like, what reboot has been a success though? You know, I, I think the only exception being is that they did that segment during the the campaign, which last was year, funny. It was hilarious. It was really funny, funny and but it was what ten minutes. It. That's what inspired it. A lot of times, you know, our writers are really the stars. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> Thanks, Mom. They are. They or are. if they're <laughs> in their own project, the roles get bigger because, and bigger. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. You know, without them, no matter how great we are, if we don't have the right words to say, it just isn't going to happen. So I think a lot of times when shows are rebooted, unless you get that creator yes. back, uh, that's probably where the hiccup is. Yeah, I think I you're think right. You, and the genius behind it is what you need. Tony, 
Can we move this camera? I can't see Miss Lonnie Anderson. I, I keep going. I want you to be able to look at the beauty that is me. <laughs> My Latino-ness. <laughs> Here we go. Um, so uh, I will see you, Columbus, at the end of July. Um, hello to our listeners around the nation on iHeartRadio, Reverie, Universal Broadcasting Network, Player FM, and, of course, Hillcrest Social, which is the LGBT app for Hillcrest, and they archive our stuff. And you can win stuff every week. Download that app, and you can listen to the show there as well. Um, Tony, thank you so much for running our boards today. Tony, of course, is the owner of UBN. Do you still know how to work all this? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And he's thanks doing so much a lot over there, though. Yeah. I'm not sure that he knows what he's doing. He's probably playing like words with friends. His one. Oh. <laughs> and tonight, uh, my mom, Mama Rose, is in uh, the chat room. She's on Facebook Live, and she's also on UBNRadio.com. So she's answering all your questions. She's a huge Lonnie Anderson fan, so Woo. she can answer your questions. If it's a burning question, uh, she's going to pop in and, and uh, ask some of your questions. Um, coming up, uh, I'm coming to San Francisco March 19th. I am going to be live streaming with All You Can Drink, by the way, is what they told me. That's how they lured me in. Uh, for the Lux Bridal <laughs> Show in San Francisco, they're celebrating same-sex marriages. Um, and I'll be live streaming with the Bravo TV boys, Brandon Liberati and Craig Ramsey. Uh, we'll be celebrating marriage equality, the Lux Bridal Show, March 19th at the Hyatt Regency in Burlingame. Uh, the event will have an amazing lineup of celebrities, wedding professionals, entertainment, fashion shows, and more. Um, and like I said, I will be live. It's going to be fun. <laughs> it's going to be a lot I of fun. I love those guys. Yes. Oh, I, hey. Last time I was on your show, they were on your show. Oh, that's, oh yeah. 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 And there's, I was on the show. Are they on the show? They're, they're on a lot. <laughs> Their social media is unbelievable. They're great. Like they're they could young, do like a video great. of themselves like folding a napkin and then it's like hundreds of thousands of views. <laughs> they make me want to work out. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I think about working out and then I think, no. <laughs> also coming up, uh, I am going overboard. On the Rocks is going overboard. Overboard is here. It's the biggest long beach pride party and it's actually on the queen mary and it's after pride and so it's thousands of people on the queen mary somebody's gonna go overboard like oh. i just know oh they just announced they're doing a reboot of overboard you know goldie hawn movie really yeah. but um i forget who the big star is but it's a male they're, they're switching the, the roles god i forgot who it was um, anyway, uh, so come get your tickets uh, for Overboard, overboardlbc.com. If you want free tickets, we're giving away free tickets every week. Just email info at On The Rocks Radio Show with the word Overboard to win your VIP boarding pass. Uh, coming up on the show, we have Ghostbusters or Ghost Brothers from TLC. Uh, they're visiting from Atlanta, and they're only here for a few days, so we're filming with them next week. Olivia D'Abo's coming on, Frank DeCaro, and Stan Zimmerman, of course, writer for Golden Girls. We're going to talk about Golden Girls cool. memories. Mm. Now let's get to it. So we have to catch up with our guest co-host, Michael Ferreira. Um, last time I saw you, we were on stage performing together at Rockwell. I know, I know, I know. It was a great show, wasn't it? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> <laughs> you made me return and sing again? Yes. Yeah. But you know, you're used to rubbing with celebrities. We have pictures. Your last um, event, here's you, you and Sharon Stone, you and the cast, speaking of Will and Grace. Share like what's going on with you? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I got to got to hang out with Eric McCormack. I got to hang out with Sean Hayes. You know, that's why I kind of have the insight on how great it's going to be because they're very excited about it. But yeah. um, but you know, when you're a nonprofit guy in Los Angeles, you you have to hobnob with celebrities because you know really they hear they're the voice and they make you stand out in a very competitive, um, very competitive atmosphere, very competitive place for raising money. Now, tell us a little bit about your, your organization. It's got to be big. So Foundation for the AIDS Monument is building the AIDS Monument for Los Angeles. And uh, it's going to be in West Hollywood Park. It's going to be there um, for World AIDS Day in 2019, part of a $90 million renovation of that park in West Hollywood. And we and, actually have some pictures yeah. of the uh, 
renderings. It looks beautiful. It's wow. really a, it's a world-class art project designed by a, an openly gay um, Australian artist who um, is really responsible for a lot of Aren't the Aren't they all gay art. in Australia, by yeah, the way? Yeah, I think they all are. <laughs> well, at least that's what we want, right? <laughs> but uh, he does a lot of the urban art projects in Shanghai, China. And if you ever see pictures of Shanghai, China, it's really distinctive. It's a distinctive city. It's really amazing. So we're really privileged to have this, this guy designing our monument. And it's more than just a monument. It's going to be interactive. Yes. It's, it's, the point of it is, is to teach history because a lot of the youth and the LGBT community, the whole AIDS thing is just some, some word that they have not been associated with. Yeah. And I mean, the greatest news is sort of some of the, you know, some of the biggest challenge because the greatest news is that we now have pills that can keep people from getting infected, keep people who are infected from it spreading in their bodies. So we're able to arrest the disease. At the same time, that makes people think, oh, well, I can do whatever I want now and just take a pill and I don't have to deal with all the horrors that, that our predecessors did. But you still don't want HIV in your system. You don't want any virus living in your system forever. So we have to educate. Um, and also it's a virus that has a stigma attached to it, you know, a moral stigma, which doesn't make, sort of doesn't make sense to me except for being a gay man in America. Very gay man. 50 years. So, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so. Where, where do people go online to find out about this? So it's at AIDSmonument.org. Okay. And they can, uh, they can see a fly through, a digital fly through of the monument so they can really see um, this really, what's going to be a really special, um, special thing that we have in West Hollywood. Well, I'm so proud of you because, you know, you and I have been friends for so many years, like years and years and years. <laughs> yeah. And we've had crazy times, uh, but I feel like we're growing up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I know. We're becoming somewhat mature. <laughs> well, somewhat. Don't somewhat. get too excited. <laughs> Speaking of being immature, um, so the picture at, at the Sharon Stone event, I need to ask you, you know, we're the cutting edge of fashion. I need to know what what <laughs> happened with this jacket. What what it's what what's happening? That that's Michael Ferreira stepping out. That's about the that's about the <laughs> furthest out I've ever been in fashion. You know, like I walked into a store and I saw that jacket and I was like, nobody else is gonna buy this that jacket. That is for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and really, you know, but it's a little scary because you know, like, you know, I'm not a a person lacking confidence, but I also feel a little insecure when I get exposed. When you walk around in that jacket, you have to walk around in that jacket. I think it's cool looking. It's like yeah. blue and yeah. green diamond. I think Lonnie it's wants really to borrow different. it for her yeah. next event. Yes. <laughs> it looks <a> metallic. <laughs> yes. And it's like pieced together by like magic elves. Like that's like, <laughs> <laughs> It's like the Liberace of Frankenstein is, jackets. It's <laughs> memorable, it. so you might not be able to wear it many times. That's, that's the other problem in Los yeah. Angeles. You know, and now, yeah. now it's on, mm -hmm. you know, it's being yeah. shown everywhere. So I, I, I think I might have to retire. It's like a work of art itself. Yes. Very well Put. Thank you. Speaking of art in the community, this is I wanted to bring this up. You know, Feud premiered on FX mm -hmm. with Jessica Lange playing Joan Crawford and Susan Sarandon's Betty Davis. We know Susan Sarandon has been really loud lately. Um, she's always been active, uh, you know, for education and, and things like that, but she's really kind of hit the political market. I couldn't watch Feud totally laid back to enjoy it because I kept thinking about her politics and how I kept thinking about her in the role, her in the role, rather than enjoying the show as a yeah, whole. Did yeah. that happen mm -hmm. to anybody else? Or when you think of Susan Sarandon, do you think of her politics now instead of her art? I do think of both. And also her take on Betty Davis is not... I mean, she's not doing every single syllable just like Betty Davis. She's not Davis. doing a caricature. No, yeah. she, she's not as much. And, and, you know, some people love that and some people don't. It's interesting. I'm. I can't wait to see how this all unfolds. <laughs> I love it. I love what I I've know, seen. No kidding, right? Well, and Ryan Murphy, of course, knows his market. I mean, you yeah. know, <laughs> it's been beautifully marketed. Yes, yeah. yes, with many events and oh god, I got Lonnie. Have you ever been 
like scared to approach politics? I know that you've done a lot of work with nonprofits, but yes. have you ever thought, well, maybe I shouldn't say anything? Or Well, it's because sometimes you feel like you're not really informed enough about a subject, uh, even if you have an opinion. And so uh, for me, I've always, it's always about equal rights. I said, that's my party. Yeah. You know, that yeah. and mm -hmm. always has been ever since I've been uh, able to vote. So uh, I marched, you know, I sat in, I marched. I w I'm a kid of the 60s. So when I was in high school and in college, it was all of the 60s. So, um, you know, I participated a lot in, and I don't want to go back to having to do that again. So that's my, my biggest concern and well, we've kind of like talking about reboots. We're having a reboot of now protest and walk. I yeah. know that you you yeah. walked uh, with with the women's uh, yeah. march. Yes. So now we're seeing Proudly. this like school campuses now are having it's protests. True. I it's have like granddaughter. What, my youngest granddaughter is at UCLA, and my oldest one graduated from UCLA. So we were just all talking, you know, girl to girl, and I'm like thinking, wow, this is they're like when I was teenagers, and I said, I'm ready, you know, I did it before, I'll do it again, I'm, uh, you know, I'm with you. Whatever, Have you ever thought about politics happens. yourself? And no. No. <laughs> no. Really? I vote for you, Lonnie. Yeah, I vote for you, too. Absolutely. Well, thank you. <laughs> I think, you know, when Reagan and Anderson, you know, that during the whole, I don't know if we're all old enough to remember the whole uh, Reagan Anderson thing. Yes. I certainly got a lot of play. I have to tell you, I was in every cartoon. I was uh, a full page in the New York Times <laughs> with Reagan because it was always like Reagan and Anderson, and then they'd be like, "Ah, it's Lonnie." Yeah, Lonnie. Lonnie. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. I, I love that. Um, so Zach, yeah, so glad to have you back. I used to want to be president when I was little. I would vote for you too. I, I would love. You, are so, you I, want to know what my platform would be? I still think this is a great idea. I think we should have three day weekends. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I think it would help our economy. It would make everyone happier. But then you work a little longer the other four days. Right. Does that sound good? It's efficient. It's there. I you could like black that? out from Friday to Sunday and be fine. Yeah. I'm fine with that. I just need a running mate. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Lonnie Anderson. Yes. Well, there you go. Oh, oh, Gruber we're and Anderson. We're totally in. It's almost there. <laughs> I would run for office, but I obviously don't do cardio, so okay. that's just that's not happening. Okay. Uh, but you're visiting from Florida. I am visiting. I've been on the East Coast for a year, helping my mom and dad, year. because dad has Alzheimer's, which I've learned a lot about this last year. And uh, thank God I went back to help them. And I love coming back to L.A. And I'm, I'm working here. You know, I'm still... I'm bi-coastal, is what they say, which is really a fun word. It's, it's, it's a it true thing. A lot of people on like the coast have really fun with that word. <laughs> where are you in Florida? I'm in Vero Beach. Okay, oh. I know where that is. You do? Of course. Okay. Because I was bi-coastal oh, yeah. for 12 years. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, we should talk. Yeah. Well, anyway, I, I love both coasts for different reasons. Yes. They're so wonderful and so different. And um, my life has been in Los Angeles the past 15 years, working as a publicist, a writer for TV, and... Um, for film and, uh, you know, working in television production. So I can't just walk away from that, you know. So I, thank God for email and Skype. You can do anything from anywhere. Yep. And airplanes. Absolutely. Yeah, you really can. So I've been working from Vero Beach, Florida on a lot of projects here. I wrote a feature that's been um, 
uh, optioned and is having uh, just got all of its funding, and so we're shooting hopefully this summer. How exciting! My first ever screenplay. Thank you. It's really exciting. It's a comedy based on my adventures. Should I say? Should I tease it? I don't you know. Should. Yeah, well, I it's, 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 it's you should. It's actually someone that's been on On the Rocks. Celebrity dropping, right? Yes. Yeah. yes. Okay. It's an Oscar-nominated actress ah, yes, I who I was her personal assistant. And it was an absolute, I mean, in hindsight, it was, it's funny, but in the moment it was torture. Um, but she was my favorite actress and I came out here and she hired me on the spot to be her personal assistant. Her first words to me were, are you my new assistant? And I said, yes. And she said, did God just send you into Sally's life? I said, God just sent us both together, Sally. It's Sally Kirkland, everybody. <laughs> okay, so anyway, it's very exciting. I'm so happy. and. I want you all in it. Okay. <laughs> he, he looked over at Lonnie when he said that. Yes. No, I looked at Terry too. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. And Alex. Oh, you... and the Latino here is like, give me a role in Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Zach, I love your storytelling. I got to see you. It was on a Sit and Spin, which they do at, at the Hudson Theater. Yes. Um, and you story your storytelling is so great. He has Thank great stories. Great stories. Great. You have great stories too, Terry Ray. And I've heard him t do stories, and I'm doing a story in Malibu on Sunday at the Tales by the Sea event that they have. And so um, it's about godsends. And I've had this godsend in my, la in my past year going back and helping my parents really yeah. unexpectedly rejuvenated me. I, I feel very um, happy to have actually spent that year in Florida with them. And, and I feel more alive. You've That's great. You've always had such a positive uh, outlook, and you've literally repped and rubbed shoulders and been friends with Oscar winners, Golden Globe winners, Emmy winners. You always are so humble and nice. And your actual art, um, we have a picture of you teaching art to, like, 90-year-olds. This is the craziest yeah. thing. I've started teaching art to 90-somethings uh, at a nursing home in Vero Beach. Um, it's a very beautiful thing really but it's also extremely challenging some can't really see some can't really hear there's a lot of dementia um, some can't hold a paintbrush or and if they do draw something they can't quite tell what they drew uh, some are you know they you, they burst into tears there's all sorts of unusual things happening in the room it's kind of like teaching disabled toddlers in a way like they're you know you revert and uh, so I, I'm very patient. I have the patience of a saint. Yes, oh my gosh, <laughs> I have a, uh, a crucifix around my neck that was blessed by uh, Pope John Paul, who's oh. now a saint. So I wear that. Um, you just name dropping everything, Zach. From TV <laughs> film, now the Vatican. He dropped the Pope. Okay, calm down, Zach. I basically have the yeah. Vatican around my neck. Totally. It's good. Protection. Nobody can beat I that. Think, I don't think we have anything. No. Lonnie no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Anderson, my mom. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> over. You got the Pope's involved. <laughs> so life is good. Life is good. I love teaching art. Teaching art is my favorite thing in the world, quite frankly. Well, and you had an art show. We actually have some pictures of your art, but um, you, you had an art show as, as well. I did. I had a big art exhibit, my first uh, Florida gallery exhibit in January. I sold 10 paintings. Oh, Are you serious? Wow. Yes. Oh, I was thrilled. Have so you good. always been an artist? Always, since uh, since I could hold a brush, so like two years have, old. So like, did you go to college and decide I went to Pratt Institute in Brooklyn, okay. and I, uh, you know... Early on in my life, when I was watching WKRP in Cincinnati, <laughs> I would draw tons and tons of pictures of you guys. Like, oh. I have pictures of Gary Sandy mm -hmm. and your whole cast that I would, I mean, that was my show. So I, I just love sure. drawing. Drawing's my main passion, and writing's my other passion. Yeah. 
So there's so much talent in this room. I'm just, I'm just, wow. I'm just. Anyways, thank you for inspiring me as a oh young my boy. Gosh. And, and did you uh, know that I was an art teacher? No, I, I did not high school for like oh, wow. a minute and a half. You oh. know, because I did. I, I bet you were very popular well, with the students. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> wanted to take art with Lonnie Anderson. Perhaps too popular. Yeah. So I went from there to a girls' school, and it worked out a lot. Probably better. still but popular. <laughs> truth be told. Yeah, right. Do you draw and paint or make uh, art? Watercolor. You do. So do yes. I. Watercolor. But I've always been involved since then because I art was my you know my second love to theater but um, so I've, I'm always involved in starting young artists I love and, that and encouraging young artists and and so good for you Thank and you, you sold some stuff I That's, know I, mean, wow. I know I know it's, it's very Pope Cross that did it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well I read Van Gogh only sold one painting in his life so I'm, I'm a little ahead of him already that poor Van Gogh like he just had a poor. rough time of it yes. <laughs> well, wasn't, he was sort of at odds with the Vatican wasn't he so maybe that's was the thing you, oh. I think you got you oh my god yeah. Yeah. yeah Lord I, I pray a lot so. <laughs> 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 for artists all artists out there you know how Secret. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so thank you. All right, gentlemen, we do a segment on the show called Rapid Fire, and we're gonna we're gonna show Lonnie and Terry how it's done because they are falling victim to rapid fire as well. <gasps> oh. So who wants to go first? Um, wh- <laughs> what do I do? Okay, yeah, sure, I'll go first. Just, okay, okay. The craziest celebrity that you've ever met? Uh, oh, my gosh, I've met so many. Uh, I guess the Muppets. Nope. They, no, but like that's no like crazy. Oh, that's not crazy because it was crazy. They have to mental me. issues, but you know it's oh, okay. treatable. Um, uh, well, okay. Craziest celebrity. Um, how about that? I can't even think of his name. He's that porn guy with the mustache, and he's from like the seventies. Rip Torn. Yes. Rip Torn. Okay. I hope yeah. Rip Torn didn't do porn. Yeah. I hope he didn't do porn. Yeah. No. Yeah. Rip, yeah. Rip didn't do porn. No. No. Oh, good. I'm so no. Glad I'm but, <laughs> but Sally Kirkland had her first orgasm with Rip Torn. Oh my oh. God. No. No. Don't tell me that. Yeah, it's oh true. my God. I hope that's in the screenplay. It is. Okay. <laughs> Who's playing Rip Torn? He probably still is. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Um, what is the last TV show that you binge watched that you just couldn't stop watching? Um, uh, The Crown. I loved oh, it. Yeah, I heard that. That's really. Oh, cool. I loved it. Great. Yeah, Straight. and I have a long list of ones I need to still do, like Westworld and like, oh, a bunch more. Westworld is so good. Oh, yeah, can't West. wait. Oh God, mm-hmm. uh, the Young Pope. Speaking of popes. Okay. No. Yeah, all right. It well, starts slow. Yeah. WKRP. I'll re it. It ends slow. Okay. And in the middle, it's kind of slow. Very slow. Um, what would be the name of your biography? Um, I'm happy. Oh. I'm happy. I think happiness just is one day. I want to catch you in a bad mood. Like I just want. Like, oh, okay. That, that's like my dream. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you could go back and write for any classic TV sitcom, which one would it have been? Oh my gosh, there's so many classic. How classic are we talking? Like uh, way that long hasn't ago? been on TV for like 20 years. Um, you know, my, the show that makes me laugh more than anything else in the world, I think, is All in the Family. I just mm. love it. I think it's that was brilliant. cutting edge too. It was totally yeah, cutting oh edge. God. It makes yeah. me cry sometimes. I just yeah. love it so much. It's actually still cutting edge. It's it really just is. very it really much really so, is. especially in today's day and age. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it was it the first show I was in love with. Yeah. All right, you could only cast one of these women in your film: Jessica Lange or Meryl Streep. Oh. Wow. I'd love to work with Jessica Lange. Oh God, yes. I would love to work with her. Yeah. And I love Meryl Streep. What's not to love? But I, I, I'm going to say just for today in this moment, Jessica Lange. Yes. Because <laughs> awesome. Meryl's overrated. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we've heard. Yes. So we've Hashtag. heard. <laughs> That's hot. Okay, Michael, who's your celebrity crush? Don't say me. <laughs> you and McGregor. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. He's aged pretty well, too. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. I met him. He actually kissed me on the cheek. Really? Oh. Is he tall? Um, he's about my height. Oh. Yes. You look tall. I only see you sitting down, but uh -huh. you seem tall. He's, he's seen, he feels taller than me, but that may be because of the crush. Oh, yeah. boy. <laughs> 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 yeah. um, if you could have acted in any past sitcom, which sitcom would it have been? Seinfeld. Seinfeld, yes. Yes. I still watch that daily. Every day. I mean, I learn a lot from the man. And Julia Lee Dreyfus is so nuanced in that show. Yeah. And she still she's is. Still she's still learning. She's still learning how to be a good actress on the show. Yeah. Now she's like Lucille, Lucille Ball. Totally. Today. Totally, yes. totally, yeah. totally. Absolutely. Uh, what is the song on your playlist that you'd be embarrassed for us to know that was on there? <laughs> <laughs> What's that new Ed Sheeran song? Oh, I, God. <laughs> my, your it's body. It's embarrassing to like about that your body. song. It seems a little uh, superficial, you know, but it's Ed Sheeran. I like Sheeran. it. I like it. I like it. Oh, I love the song. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, now we all know. Uh, what is your favorite binge food? Because we know you take very good care of yourself, but if you, there's a food that you sit down and you binge on, what is it? And don't say carrots <laughs> no. or celery. Oh, no, Lettuce. no, no, French fries. Yes. Oh, oh God. Yeah. Any kind of French fries. Doesn't matter. All right. Helen Mirren or Judy Dench? Oh, man. Well, you know what? Helen Mirren to me, because she's just got that, she's got that, like, fierce woman, like, nasty woman. We got to say nasty woman, right? She's got that, like, she'll say anything, and she'll say it whatever way she wants. She just doesn't give a, she doesn't give a kick. All right. Um, can I say that word? Of course you can. She doesn't give a shit. <laughs> yes, yeah. there you I go. I love that. All right. Especially <laughs> in women. Um, as we get down to business, we need to thank our sponsors. Uh, of course, uh, uh, lovely sponsor, Testloop. Testloop is the only luxurious way to travel from L.A. to Palm Springs or Las Vegas. And it's so wonderful. It's so affordable, by the way. Um, it, it's cheaper than renting a car. And they drive you, and the doors open up on the side, and it's all electronic. And a, you have an autopilot, and it's awesome. Look up Testloop. Um, Hoochap, Hoochap, <laughs> it's an app that you buy a drink a month and then they give you 30 free drinks. And it's all around your city. So they'll tell you, go to this place and pick from these drinks that's, and you get a free drink for 30 days. That's an amazing ratio. What? It is, yes. <laughs> you buy one, you get 30 for free? Right, but they're at different places. So each day is a different place. Uh, so you could be drunk for 30 it. days. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Spread it's, it out. And so usually it's nine ninety five for the first month, which I think is great because that's the price of one drink, right? Uh, for On The Rocks, they've given us a code work. It's turned up. T-U-R-N-T-U-P. Turn up. Turn up. And you get to download it for a dollar, and then that's your first month. Mm. We want to thank our media sponsor, of course, Hillcrest uh, Social, Bears, Cubs, and Scruff, and they celebrate the male form in many different ways <laughs> on Instagram. Look them up. Uh, Panache Optical Gallery, which is the luxury. Um, I, I wear sunglass wear. They do all of the stars. They have a showroom in Palm Springs, so if you're there, uh, go visit them or look them up online and get your uh, glasses. They're sending me their new glasses that, that they're doing. All of these glasses are made from LPs. <gasps> cool. Really? Yeah. And so your eyeglass case is, is the record cover that it came in. Oh, that's amazing. Oh, wow. And you can see the lines and some of them have scratches and all that. And So you could have like Blondie or Van Halen or everything. And of whatever. Course, if every pair is literally one of a kind. Oh, cool. So the glasses that they're sending me are Jesus Christ Superstar, the original album with Murray Head singing on it uh, with Yvonne Ailman, uh, those glasses. <laughs> that's, that's perfect so for cool. you. Wow. Thank you, Panache. We love uh, <laughs> Panache. We love Panache. Um, find us on Twitter and Instagram at On The Rocks On Air, Facebook On The Rocks Radio Show. You could book me at a wedding, a funeral, a quinceanera. I'll show up. <laughs> <laughs> you can email us at info at ontherocksradioshow.com. Okay, now we have to get down to business. Okay. Yes. Um, you know, my heart just started beating when when, <laughs> Ms., when I found out Miss Lonnie Anderson was coming. And then Terry Ray, because we were talking about this. We play in the same circles, but we have never met I each know. other. I know. We have so many uh, dipping in the same pool kind of things going <laughs> yes. on. Yes. Yeah. Well, and I'm sure we've had, we have some... Uh, Shared enemies too. <laughs> oh, we, don't, we don't talk about that. No. This is a whole show. Yeah, this is a whole show with you two. Book that segment. Yeah. Right? 
Um, Lonnie, I want to play a clip uh, from from the past. Um, you know, I, I can't believe that your show was only on for four years. Four years. But it has this huge that cult is shocking life to me. To it, it felt well, yeah. So you know what? We did longer. extra episodes. So I think we did like 96 or something like that. In four oh. years. So, yeah, That's, a lot. That's but, a lot. But, that, but still, that because is. for me, really, yeah. WKRP in Cincinnati is one of those shows that I put on my list of like, the things that are part of my life story. And, you know, it re-ran more than anything yeah. for all of the years before we got all of this new kind of uh, exactly. outlet mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. new media. And so it was on constantly forever. It's, it seemed like it never ended. So I'd get new fans. You know, I'd get marriage proposals from eight-year-olds, and I'd think, they, they still think I'm that same girl. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it says a lot about the character you right. created, right? That people didn't well, feel distance from it. They felt like they, they identified with your character more than anybody else on the show, I think. And I think women absolutely did, because she was the first glamorous, smart Mm-hmm. Sitcom mm-hmm. woman. Yeah. I mean, totally. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, we didn't have a blonde bombshell uh, smart lady before Mm-mm. that. Yeah. And uh, that was Hugh Wilson, who created the show, really was responsible for that because he said, I want her to look like Lana Turner and be the smartest person in the room. <laughs> wow. And that was just, you know, when you think about it now, we see a lot of smart people on TV, but yeah, it was a big true. deal then in 1978. Yeah. And a yeah. household name. I mean, just over and over. Because they, they put you in that red swimsuit as well. Oh it was like, gosh. this is the Farrah Fawcett version. And, and Farrah and I started together, I have to tell you the funniest. We did, um, <laughs> in 1976, we did uh, my very first episode of television was on SWAT. And we were beauty queens, and I had black hair, and Farrah had her blonde hair, and we were these two beauty queens, and we just got along great. We had so much fun together, and it was before Charlie's Angels, before KRP. And uh, then later on, on Harry O, she was his love oh, interest, wow. and uh, I was her roommate. And then I went blonde, and we never worked together again, <laughs> <laughs> obviously. And but we were friends forever. Yeah, That's so but awesome. very cool. That yeah. is very cool. Yeah. So yeah. cool. Um, I just want to watch uh, a, a little clip here. <laughs> go, go ahead. Thank you. No, I'm sorry. He'll be in conference all afternoon. Thank you for calling. Well, hello. I'm Norris Breeze. Oh, Mr. Breezy. We've <laughs> <laughs> been expecting you. Would you like to sit down? We have all chairs. There's one over there and there's another one over there and then, no, that's a clock. <laughs> I'm here to see Mr. Carlson and uh, Mr. Travis. Well, then get up and let's go see them. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Carlson, look, it's Mr. Breezy. It seemed like such such a tight, tight cast. Do you remember what the shooting schedule was like what could I just talk about this clip please (laughs) Please. because I have to tell you that when I went blonde my biggest fear was that people would think I was a dumb blonde and I would never play one so I had this voice tucked away my first blonde wig role on stage was born yesterday and I have that voice tucked away all those years and I thought don't get caught up in this you'll Mm -hmm. Steve Allen said to me don't use that voice you'll never do anything else so I listened to him, and so I tucked it away. So after four years of being on the air, 
um, I was sitting at my desk, you know, we were doing camera blocking and I was kind of bored. And I decided I'd do all my lines in my dumb blonde voice. Well, people rushed from other buildings. I don't know. <laughs> There's just something about that kind of voice yep. that, you know, it, no matter what you say, is funny. So uh, Hugh Wilson, our creator, said, you have to use this voice in the show. And I said, well, okay. I mean, now I've, I, I've pretty much established myself. I'm not afraid of this voice anymore. So he wrote this episode specifically for me to do this voice. Wow. And wow. the episode... <laughs> Is that we all switch who we are so that Mama Carlson gets a false report about the station. And so that's where that came from, from an actual me just sitting around <laughs> yeah, that's doing, a great story. doing that voice, which I do all the time. <laughs> Vin Diesel does. That's actually Vin Diesel's real voice. He does, he does the opposite. Right. Yeah, okay, so now I'll go back to what was your question that do, I interrupted. No, no, no. Do you, do you remember what the shooting schedule was, yes. was like? Oh, it was so, uh, to me... It's the best of the best because I'm a stage actress, so I love a live audience. So you get the best of everything. We'd go in at 10 o'clock in the morning. On Monday, we'd do a table read, and then we would get it up on its feet, and then every, all the writers would come down at the end of the day, and we'd do it for them, and they'd go, mm, okay, we're going to go rewrite. And then Tuesday, we'd work on it some more with the rewrites, and Tuesday, they came and watched it and said, okay, we're going to do some more rewrites, and Wednesday was kind of the same thing. Thursday, camera blocking day, and Friday was show day. And what Hugh Wilson, this was his, I, I love this schedule. Um, he put it in the, it was in the can by the time the audience came in. Now, if you've ever been to the taping or whatever of a th several multi-camera show and you know it goes on till 2 in the morning, mm -hmm. we were done. We put it in, in the can on Friday, and then we ran it like a party on Friday night. So there was a band. Hugh Wilson was our stand-up guy. <laughs> so he kept the whole audience wow. in wow. the show so all the cool. time. We did it in 45 minutes, and you're up and you're dancing. We didn't repeat one thing, even if it was a flub, because we already had it. So oh, the audience wow. saw a play. Cool. You wow. know, and then we got the big applause, and he never had to use a laugh track. Wow. Because we had the real laughs. Because mm -hmm. oh. a lot of times you go back, and then they're like, ha-ha, yeah. this is the <laughs> second time. So, you know, I uh, bet that had an effect on the audience, now that you say that. I'm sure it did, because absolutely. you can tell laugh tracks are fake. Yeah. Oh, totally. Right? Oh, yeah. So yeah. I'm Come telling on. you, it was the best of all possible worlds. The most fun I've mm. ever had. Mm. Is it true that your mom was a model, too? My mom was a runway, a fashion model. She was tall for her generation, uh, taller than I am, and uh, redhead, kind of looked like Rita Hayworth. So, oh. yeah, she was uh, hot. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I always say this, kind of standing next to mom, I felt like a 12-year-old boy. She was just, oh, like, please. so please. fabulous. Yeah, she was fabulous. I bet Thanksgiving was gorgeous at your house. I was like, woo! <laughs> and, then I had, and I have the real blonde sisters. So we were the blonde, the brunette, and the redhead, and, and my dad called us his harem. <laughs> now, there's an interesting story behind your name, Lonnie, because yes. your dad had a different idea for your name. and then uh, Well, the different spelling. Yeah. Because my dad was a Navy Air World War II flyer. And so he was stationed in the Pacific. He was in the Pacific mm -hmm. Theater. And he loved the Pacific, and he loved uh, when they would have a little few days leave, he'd go to Hawaii. And uh, he loved the name Lonnie, he, Leilani. And so he thought, oh, my gosh, that's the most beautiful. So when he came home, he said, oh, I, I so wanted to name you Leilani. And then I thought, in America, let me see, Leilani Anderson. <laughs> I see where this is going to go. It's been said yeah. before. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> so then he said, okay, I'll Americanize it and change the A to an O, and that's how I get the L-O-N-I instead of the L-A-N-I. Yeah, so that's it. Um, now, I have to ask if, if this is a myth or not, but you originally were going to be in Designing Women to take over for Delta Burke. Is, is, is that know, true? I, if, the, if it were true... Nobody told me. Um, this is a huge myth out there. I, know, I read is. that too. And, yeah. and everybody's been talking about that to me, and I think, has somebody said something somewhere along the line now Now that it's all coming out oh. that they're saying um, because... It's an uh, urban legend. It's an urban legend. Wow. Mm-hmm. There are always it's not a bad urban legend to have about no, you. No, it's no, not. not. Um, it's a cool I, urban I legend. don't know that anybody could ever have been more wonderful than Delta. So, but... Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> it, it just would have been different. That's different. all. Yeah, right. yeah, 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 absolutely. Uh, now you've been in so many different types of TV shows th- through your career. Of right. course, sitcom Melrose Place, Nurses, which you actually filmed here filmed at Sunset Gower Studios. Yes. Uh, Sabrina the, te- the Teenage Witch, yes. Baby Daddy. We, we had Melissa Peterman on oh, the show. Oh, I know she's so darling from Minnesota. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Minnesota. How has how has the whole sitcom and TV filming changed over the years? Well, because I've done. Every different kind, where we've done a one camera. I've been on So Notorious with Tori Spelling. Yes. That was a one camera Kiki show. Kiki Spelling. And, right. So I, I've done the... Uh, Let's Spelling. have a Kiki. Let's have a Kiki. Um, so we've had... Uh, I've had all of those experiences. Easy Street, I did... Um, oh, that's right. right. Yes. Yeah. I totally yeah. forgot about Easy Street. Right. And then, uh, of course, I did a series with Linda Carter called Partners in Crime, and that was an hour-filmed series. But it was kind of a... I called us Kung Fu Warrior Women of the A-Team. We were like, um, you know. That's a good short way to put it. (laughs) We ran up and down the streets of San Francisco in our high, high heels and our little short skirts and said, freeze, you know. It was just great. It was just a great detective show and we had a blast. Not exactly Cagney and Lacey. (laughs) (laughs) And had a different audience. So, and then I did a show called The Mullets, which, you know, I had the tattoo. I was the the trailer park mom. And uh, so... (laughs) There have been so many. I remember the I mullets. I, yeah, it was just fun. Yeah, it was yeah. fun. But they wanted to do, every week had a stunt like like they still worked on The Simpsons or something that cost like a million dollars. And it was a four-camera show with an audience. Well, the budget was ridiculous. And so that it was the problem. Probably with that, that was the that downfall. Was the, end of the downfall. Of I guest starred on it, and yeah. I got paid millions. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <I> did. <laughs> he did guest star on that show, and you know our history. Well, no, see, and this is why, because because you guys are working on a project, a season two of My Sister Is So Gay. We yes. finished season one. We've done mm-hmm. season one. We've yeah, done season one. Oh, so, so have you started? We haven't the, shot season two. Oh, yeah. so there's still time. Yeah, <laughs> I'm if, ready for my clothes. If I'm you suck up to the right people, <laughs> my tr- my glass is a little empty. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds we, like contract. Okay, we have like the, we have like the mutual mentor friend. How did you meet? So it, it was on set. We we met at the mullets, but but yes. we have in common Charles Nelson Riley. Oh, yes, a lot of people do. Yeah, he was. <laughs> yeah. He was my acting teacher, and he was her dear friend. Forever, and ever. so mm-hmm. that's who wow. we had. That we had the mutual child love. Yes. I took was acting from Charles Nelson. Oh, yeah, gosh, she was a fabulous teacher. My, my mentor, uh, my acting mentor, was his best friend. They lived together in New York, and so when I moved to Los Angeles, he they put me in touch with him. And he just said, you know what, come and just audit. Maybe we were there at the same time. We may have been. Maybe we've been in the same room together. Mm. He was a after such party. A he was man. the best yeah. teacher. <laughs> Best he was answer. such an original. Amazing. Totally. I loved him. Incredibly yeah. funny and generous. And 
there were so many things about him that I loved. The best storyteller. Talk oh, about a storyteller. God. Oh my gosh, he was he was the best. So, so and an opera. You know, he was an opera aficionado and directed I opera did not and know everything. That. And yes. a fabulous director yeah. so of one women yes. shows mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. talented. Um, was it love at first sight when you guys met each other? Oh, we did. We had the best time. We had the best time. I on can't this even show. believe that she plays my mom now. It's like amazing How to crazy. me. But that's like yeah. a dream come true, right? Well, it, come on. Hello. So, you know, when you get to a certain point in your career and you have nothing left to prove and you think, I don't want to go out there and play unless it's really fun, you know. Right. Um, I get offered scripts and I think, mm, I'm so spoiled, you know, because I had such fabulous writers and producers along the way. And then. Terry calls me with this script that is hysterical. And I don't care if he's doing it in his garage. You know, it's that kind of thing. We did. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> we did, yes. And, uh, but that's, that's when you want to do something. You say, this is so good. I don't care what, what's happening around it. I want to be part of it. And that's... And she's so funny in it. Oh, she's so funny in it. And I get to play this fabulous, promiscuous, perpetually Tipsy, uh, and I'm talking about you or me. And I carry, I carry my ice bucket and my booze in my bag. Wherever I'm I go, I'm sold on this show. Yeah, she drinks in parks. Yes, she's drinking drive. So I, so I, I won't drink and drive. Yeah. Yes, Uber. But I just, I love this character. She has two gay children, one coming out, one... One, one has no idea she's gay. Yes. That's why. It's called and My Sister So Gay. She doesn't know she she's doesn't gay. Know she's gay. <laughs> That's pretty and, good. Yeah. Uh, but I love them. I'm, I, I'm so in their face. Poor little things. But, but I'm crazy about them and support them. But I just... Am, Tortures us. Yes. Is she a crazy lady? My your character, my Francis. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of prep did you do for this? Was it like a night out in West Hollywood? Like, what's happening? Oh my gosh! I flashed everyone. I got to flash everybody. In yes, yes, she does everything. Yep, yep. So was... game. This is such a great gift, I think, of television right now is that we get to see people like you. You know, come back and have great roles, right? Yeah. You know, women of a certain age, we get the the treat of having you. Oh back. well, thank you, please, because you know we all never want to retire because we're in show business, right. so never happens. And uh, <laughs> so you're always looking for some fantastic role to play, and older women, women in general. I mean, to know that statistically, we're still like from 1945. We still the ratio to men to women getting cast is the same. That's crazy. Really? So, uh, and crazy. then as you get older, it used to be ages with thirty, you were like gone. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. it's still there, and it's still women, and it's still age. And so when something fun comes along, you think, oh, thank goodness. And I yeah. couldn't think of anybody in the planet that I wanted to play that role other than her. She was like first choice, and I was so lucky. She said yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was lucky that you gave me this. Let, let's actually take a look uh, at the trailer. Thank you, Toby. Oh my God, Mom. <laughs> I have something to tell you. I'm low on ice. I'll cover you while you get my luggage. Go, 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 go! <laughs> Forget about meeting anybody in a bar. The only chicks in bars are the ones who can't afford Wi-Fi. <laughs> so how crazy is she? She nearly shot me, changing my clean sheets. Well, what about those? Those are for my pressure points that pop up during the night. You want to get a pressure point that's popping up right now? My sister doesn't even think you're real. Oh. <laughs> I'm real. You're naked, Francis. What a bunch of poop. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, this is why I am gay. <laughs> <laughs> really? 
When? Let's do the dare part. I dare you to take off your pants. Mom! All right, then I'll take off my skirt. Francis! <laughs> well, since my girlfriend moved out, I have no one to go home to. Girlfriend? Oh. Oh. Yeah, cool. If you want to look young next to your children, teen pregnancy is the way to go. <laughs> people don't talk about it, but I think it's a selling point. My sister is so gay. <laughs> And I, I love Deborah Wilson, oh, by the Deborah way. She's awesome. Right? Deborah she Wilson. Yeah, yeah. She's, she's fantastic. Fabulous. I mean, good for you, Terry, really. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, I'm so excited to get to do this. I yeah. love it. I love getting to, to create my own thing and get people that I love to, to do it. I'm so lucky. So lucky. So, Terry, I have to bring this up. Um, you are notorious. <laughs> you know, we all love game shows. We all yes, love game yes. shows. Um, your 1987 appearance on Scrabble. <laughs> Yes, uh, is noted as number three in the ten great gay moments in gay show game show history. I, yes, <laughs> yes. Did you know that after Charles Nelson Riley right. and Paul Lind? Mm-hmm. Um, also, um, wow, it's also named as one of the five weirdest game show contestants ever. Like that's you but won that. The award. only one that was weird in a good way. The rest <laughs> were weird and bad. <laughs> Can we see a clip of that? No, I, I couldn't find one. What? Oh, was there, that is, weird? there is. There is. There's a 30 second clip where I out myself in 1987. Yeah, I bet that was fun for the producers. Yeah, it was crazy. Poor Chuck Willery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Um, and Chuck Willery. Yeah, but he was good to me. Was he? Was he? Because I thought he was a bit of a. He. I know that's his reputation now, but he at the time he was really nice to me. He really was. What I love about you and your personality is that you're so open. It's like you love entertainment so much, you will do whatever it takes. God, yes, I have had a long string of odd jobs that you've done (laughs) and and things that you're pretty open about. Uh huh. Uh huh. Um, You were fired by a dog? I was (laughs) fired (laughs) by a dog, and I'm not even kidding. I really was. I was was a dog's assistant. And um and he, he he was a smart dog and and um really what kind of dog it was a little terrier kind of dog and I like dogs but the dog was like his name was Gabby and he was super nice to me and his 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 owner she was an interior designer she's oh, Gabby likes you Gabby doesn't like strangers and Gabby wants to hire you as his personal assistant and I'm like that's fantastic this is the craziest thing but I am like I'm an actor and she's well Gabby will work around your schedule and I swear she said this is a long time ago she said. He he worked around David Hasselhoff's schedule, so he'll work around yours. So I'm like, okay. We want to so, hear that. Story. Yeah, right. I know. And I talked to David Hasselhoff about it one time. Oh. I really did. And so anyway, I had to fly um, back and forth with Gabby to San Francisco because Gabby's mama got stuck <laughs> up there. And I thought, this is cool. I'm getting paid. And I just hang out with the dog. And um, so like we just sit on the floor and read magazines. I'm like, whatever. Hi, Gabby. So then we had to fly to San Francisco. And Gabby had this entire environment that he flew in, like this whole thing and I get to San Francisco no Gabby no (gasps) Gabby and I'm like oh my god no this is this is seriously bad and so I'm like the airlines like where you have to find him you have to find he was in Vancouver (gasps) and um I could not (laughs) I could not tell Gabby mom where he was or she would have died of a heart attack so I had to say oh we're late for the plane we missed the plane trying to get on the next plane and I'm like trying so hard so when Gabby arrives in San Francisco ticked off and he's blaming me he will not look at me and normally if you tell him a good story about a duck or a farmer he's all over it he sat in the car and he would not look at me and when we got to his mom he looked right at me and 
peed all over me. Oh my and, God. and she said, oh, Gabby has fired you. And like, he did. I mean, he really did. I was left standing in the street with a pee-soaked shirt in San Francisco and no plane ticket back. So that's that's a sitcom in itself. Yeah, I can no, see right? the last phrase. That's and the totally, dog way of saying I'm done with you. He yeah, totally, totally fired me. He did it on purpose. He did it on purpose. And he, he marked me. you so you couldn't get work with another dog again. <laughs> no, no, no. He, he did. I'm, I'm sorry, writers, but you know, there's nothing better than that. You can't write that. Oh stuff, God, right? no, you cannot write that. He stuff. he totally fired me on purpose. Wow. Yeah. Um, one of your credits, uh, the first professional writing job was at the Dorothy Chandler Pavilion. <laughs> You're good. Um, thank you. <laughs> um, this project had none other than Mickey Rooney, yes. Michael York, Dean Jones, uh, and a lot of other classic film stars. Right. Your first professional writing job? Yeah. Can you, uh, can you remember what it was like going to the stage that, the first day? I was, had to wet myself a few times. Yeah. <laughs> it was incredible. I couldn't believe it because I, I, was, I had a job at the Los Angeles Master Corral, like a little part-time job, and they were going to do all these great movie music. Uh, and I thought, you guys should introduce the, the pieces so that you know people will get a context of what this yeah. song is. And they were like, well, can you do that? And I'm like, yeah, but I think that we should have movie stars do it. And I'm like, uh, but what's the budget? And they're like, can you get them to do it for free? And I'm like, mm, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> so um, so I tried to see who was alive from the movies that we did. And I called them up and they, I got people. I got all of them. And I wrote this thing and, and um, they were super nice. And that was my first thing to write. Wow. Yeah. Premiered at the Dorothy Chandler. I mean, wow. how crazy is that? Nice. Um, of course, you went from that, and then you also worked with Amanda Bynes at the Dorothy Chandler. <laughs> I did. <laughs> Before she was crazy, when she was a very sweet little girl. I'm the other one that likes crazy Amanda Bynes. I love her. Well, she's, I love she was. Amanda I Bynes. loved Amanda Bynes, but she, I, I, I got hired after that to write a Christmas show, and they said, for children, and it was going to be like, you know, 3,000 children or whatever, however the Dorothy Chandler holds. So I went to a bunch of kids, and I said, who's your favorite kid star? Because I didn't care who mine was. I wanted to know who theirs was. And they said Amanda Bynes, and I had... I had done her show, so I'm like, maybe I can get her, and so I did, and she wanted to rehearse in her bedroom, so I'd sit on her bed <laughs> and rehearse with her, and she weighed four ounces, and right before we went on the stage, right before we went on the stage, she said, I would like some pancakes, please, and I'm like, we're at the Dorothy Chandler Pavilion, and we're starting the show in five seconds, and she wants pancakes, so I'm like, go Get her pancakes, somebody, please, hurry. <laughs> and there's no place around there to really get pancakes. There's no place. Now there may be some place, but back then there was no place to buy a pancake. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You're not telling anybody stories like this about me. No. <laughs> Lonnie Anderson slept in my bed. <laughs> With you. Yes, she did. Lonnie, did you ever have anything crazy in your writer? Like, I need this in my dressing room? and, oh, and... You know, you're talking to a Minnesota Sunday school teacher. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, I that would just be the like the last thing that would ever enter my mind. But when you're in a hot, difficult. but oh when you're in a hot God. sitcom, you're like in a like in a bubble world, and especially when you're shooting week after week, and you're being told, "Hey, the show is so great, and you're so famous now." That's when people change. And Zach, you've worked with a lot of people, yeah. PR wise. Have, have people have changed once they've had a hit, right? You know, it's interesting. I was um, Chris Evans. Uh, through his teenage years, his art teacher in high school. I did know that. And um, he is just <laughs> as grounded and sweet and kind and normal and all-American, I think, as he was then. Hmm. I, and, I, and I've kept in touch with um, his brother's an actor and his sisters I were my students, and I taught all of them, all the Evans kids, and they were just great people, and they are now as adults. So 
I don't think always. Yeah. Does you it know? seem like it's, it's, well, you said, Lonnie, where it's from where you're from. It's like your roots. It's like your parents teach you. You have stability yeah, in maybe your life. You have, you're more grounded yeah. somehow. Can I brag about her? Because yeah, we shot My Sister's So Gay in, in my apartment. And it is a tiny apartment with one bedroom. So it, we couldn't, it was so hot and we couldn't have air conditioning because of the sound. It was a bazillion degrees. I had to put maxi pads under my armpits. <laughs> it was horrifyingly hot. And she, not only does she not have any pores, she didn't sweat at all. She's China, made out of China. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, never complaint. And she, she made do with the with little space she could, like a billy goat in my bedroom. And she was such a trooper. The word diva was never anywhere near our our set, and 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 she was just lovely, always. That's great to hear because you don't hear that a lot. She never demanded no. a pancake, not never once. Have. You know, I was the kid who put on all the shows in the garage and yeah. charged the neighbors and all that kind of stuff. So, mm-hmm. I think if you love it that much, maybe you know, and and maybe if you're a really wise person, you understand that it can go away. Yeah, mm-hmm. and That's so true. you have to be so grateful for every moment that it's happening, and um, and you have to be nice to everybody. And because, gosh, what will happen if it goes away and you see these people again? I mean, there's just no reason not to be nice mm-hmm. to everybody. They're all doing their jobs. I love crews. Everybody's doing what they love to do, and they're doing it great. And it's making you look better. And so I just. Such a great I attitude. Uh-huh. Um, and you have become, um, you know, and a lot of, of, of the classic TV divas, and I put you in a diva, not in a bad way, have become these gay icons. Mm-hmm. What makes the gay community embrace a diva like Alani Anderson, like Adonna Mills, like a Joan Collins? I mean, it's like we gravitate towards women like you. Is it the strength? Is it. We sense something. Yeah. There's something innately that you sense, I think, because we all have the same feelings about them. Yeah. Yeah, it's common. Yeah, yeah. It's com- I mean, you glamour? are one of is those people. Is kind of some of the glamour? It's, well, the glamour has to be step number one. Yeah. Let's be honest, yeah. for the gays, <laughs> step number one is glamour. Yeah. There's personality, yeah. too. There's, there's, there's personality, there's glamour, there's, there's underdogness. There's yeah. a lot of stuff. There's, there's mm-hmm. maybe the feeling like, like we want to be your best friend. Yeah. yeah. You know? and, okay. and we feel like that's possible. You know, like if we only met you, that we could be your best friend, and and you know, like thank you for showing up and being that person because oh, totally like, right. Yeah, that's I mean, very apt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I'm very honored. <laughs> <laughs> and basically, everyone wants to be your best yeah. friend. That's true. <laughs> they want to go to the Abbey with you. Like that's that's what needs to happen. But and I one think, thing about gay men, we don't lie to our women. That, that is very, very good. We're very good to our women. I've told my mom to go change before. You know, <laughs> and it was to go to Ralph's. It was to go to the market. That's and then, Lonnie, you know, talking about, you know, sticking by somebody that's so resilient because as the LGBT community, we've had to be resilient and we have to continue. You know, the tabloids and you have gone in and out, in and out in so many ways, and you have kept your strength and your classiness and, and your resilience. I wanted to play a clip from one of your appearances on the Johnny Carson show. Oh. Uh, because okay. this is what talk shows used to be, you Where know? Where you actually talk? Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, you know, Johnny Carson, there's nothing. He produced nothing. Partners in Crime, by the way. Oh, he oh, did? Yes. Really? Yeah. Oh. I love him. Until November. Would you welcome, please, Miss Lonnie Anderson? Girl, look at that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's look at the an way you're walking. Yeah. That dress. A Bob Matthew. Oh, wow. wow. Of course. Of course. And listen to that audience. Look at those legs. Thank you. Wow. Don't you look pretty tonight. Thank you very much. You ever get, you ever get tired of hearing that? 
No, never. <laughs> some of the some of the uh, real um, chauvinistic or pro women would say you know, men whistling at women is uh, is wrong and is. I think you should so whistle forth. back, right, ladies? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, I want to start out by getting just like something straightened out here that you might want to join in on. Sure. Um, you know those wonderful headlines that kind of jump out at you from the supermarket shelves? Oh, you mean the tabloids, yeah, you know for lack of a better word? I just word? want to straighten something out and say They're that... They're after you again? I, I did not give birth to twins with mustaches. <laughs> <laughs> no. And Hal Needham does not live in our house. That wouldn't there. surprise me. Do they, yeah. do, are you serious that they have... That wouldn't oh, surprise yes. me. Yeah. They had a, uh, <laughs> you know, one of those ads? Yes. Yes, with little bouncing heads with mustaches on them. Little right. twins. Yeah. Aww. They're trying Very to say cute. something, aren't they? I guess they Does are. it bother you a great deal? When, when well, and this is what I wanted to talk about is, you know, there used to be like a, a whole sense of being on a talk show, and that was part of being a, a star at that time. Um, and I think that tabloids have gotten so intrusive, and now we know too much about our stars, but the stars themselves are giving in to the tabloids as well. They want to be filmed, you know, being messes for TMZ, and they want to sell their sex tapes and, and all this. They call them before they go somewhere? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, right. Mm, I don't like that. Mm. No. Mm -mm. I don't approve. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're not a re reality TV person. No. 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 Not. But how did you keep this kind of strength and having to deal with, with magazine covers oh and, and so many you know, ridiculous things? You have things. to, tabloids to me, and they're gone in a week. Gum. You know, I used to say, you wrap your garbage, they're gone. And if I asked you, <laughs> what was on the cover of last week's whatever? You would say, I don't know. I right. don't remember. And, and then you say, do you remember that there was something? Yeah, um, uh, yeah, that was, what was that? It's all gone. It's gone. So if you start getting upset about it and twittering and tweeting and, and whatever you do about it, you just keep it going. Yeah. Otherwise, it will go away and it won't be there and you'll still be happy with who you are and you won't have disgraced yourself, debased yourself, <laughs> fallen to anyone's Sorry. level. It's You really do, do have to keep above it. You really should be president. Oh. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really? Yeah, actually. Someone needs your advice. Yeah. <laughs> um, and also as an actress, you know, you've been in so many uh, TV projects. Ratings are so important. Yes. And, you know, you're trying to work on your character, you work on your craft, trying to work on the set with the, uh, with the cast. What is it like the nerves? Because I, I know you were brought into nurses, you know. Yeah, be, and certainly they said, come in here and... I can tell you that I felt so sorry for that cast. I don't think they liked me very much because they had been doing a show for three years. But they were having and, a rough time, though, with yes, ratings. But then there I was, like, supposed to save it and all that kind of stuff. And, and really, uh, people are resentful of you. And I was at really? the very uh, pinnacle of my divorce. So I brought that with me. I brought that into their show even as much as I tried to keep it out. Mm -hmm. And I brought myself as the supposed, I've been thrown in their face as their star, their, uh, that I get to save them. And uh, it's not a pleasant experience mm. for anybody. I, I know that networks have to pay attention to ratings, obviously, but you know, I think there's so many good projects that go by the wayside because it might not get the ratings right away. Mm -hmm. And well, Cheers, which didn't. I mean, and, and yeah. networks have stuck with shows that, uh, for heaven's sake, I think WKRP was so resilient because we would be number one, and then we got moved in four years. I think we were moved twenty-one times. Oh wow, my God. wow. that's yeah. crazy! It's and like it has they to were play so with your mind. Trying to get rid of us because we were uh, 
we were like kind of like the bastard child, I hate to say, excuse my language. But at MTM, when MTM did their retrospective of all of their shows and they had a big night, you know, where everybody was at the tables and everyone was honored <laughs> and they were on the stage and you did three episodes for MTM, we were not invited. What? Wow. Mm-mm-mm. So we didn't fit in to their image. And, and I think the powers that be said, you're a little out there for us. And so we're just going to move you around and try and get rid of you. And uh, nobody did. So, mm-hmm. And WKRP is very relevant. Mm-hmm. Hugh Wilson, our creator, said, I never want it. We don't make humor out of just jokes because then they'll be dated and nobody will get it. You know, 20 years from now, they won't know what we're talking about. Right. But if the humor comes out of the story, they'll always know where the funny is, like Golden Girls. Mm-hmm. Like Golden mm-hmm. Girls. Mm-hmm. Yes. And wasn't it also true that like some of the biggest fans of the show were people that worked in radio, right? Absolutely. Yeah. DJs oh around the world, like they were your biggest fans. Oh, everywhere we went, we were on radio stations yeah. all over the place and they'd say, this is our big guy, and you know, <laughs> this is our Donnie. And, and uh, so, and, and I never met a Jennifer though. Um, no. no, no, I'm sure. Well, not. there's only one, and that's Miss Lonnie Anderson. <laughs> she's in the ru- she's in the house right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we have to play rapid fire. Oh my gosh! Who wants Uh-oh. to go first? Oh, oh gosh! Nothing, oh, gosh. nothing too. Ladies oh, first. Uh, All right, Terry. Pointed, he oh. pointed at me. He pointed at me. <laughs> All right, Miss no, Lonnie wanna, Anderson. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I get to play rapid fire with Lonnie oh, Anderson, my you guys. Oh. Oh. This is exciting. Oh, oh, We're all jealous. Like, I know, I know. Okay. If you could go back and do any other sitcom, and it could be from way back, it could have been present. What, what sitcom would it have been to been on like the the main cast? I would have liked to be the Loretta Young on the Loretta Young show because she uh, came out in that fabulous dress, yes. and, you know, twirled out, <laughs> uh. and then it was an anthology like series. She got to play a different character. It was like a mini movie every week. And what I an obscure choice! We need to binge that. on that. I know. Yes. I haven't seen it. <laughs> right. Yes. Yes. fantastic! Thank you for that. Oh, I wow. love that. Oh. Yeah. God, that totally was like the really young wow. show. Yes. Take a note. Take a note. <laughs> All right. I know you're very happily married. Yes. Um, it's a beautiful story. Reconnecting. Yes, yes. Um, but if you had a hall pass, who would your celebrity crush be? <laughs> My celebrity crush, like alive or dead? Uh, live. Oh, it's harder. <laughs> Should we start with dead? I know who the dead one is. I think oh, I know. Okay. So yeah, y- you tell me who the dead. Cary Grant. Yeah, absolutely, uh, absolutely. Uh, however, I did meet him when he was alive. I know you, you did. did. Yeah. How old was oh he when w- when you met him? When well, he would have been in his late seventies, and he used to call me all the time when I was doing what? Partners in Crime with Linda Carter because he knew I was crazy about him. So I met him at like one of those big variety club things, and I said, "Oh, it was right after I did Jane Mansfield, and of course she had worked yeah. with him oh, wow. in a movie, and." And uh, I turned around, and there he was. And I was just like, blah, 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 blah. And uh, I said, I'm sorry, but you you make me, like, get all, like, speechless. And, and you take my breath away. <laughs> and he said, the feature, feeling is mutual, my dear. Oh, dear so, God. Oh, dear so, God. And that voice oh, and that God. look. Oh, uh, I mean, he, he was uh, handsome till the day oh, he died. And then he said, oh, he sure was, yeah. I watched you in Jane Mansfield. And then he said, and I just loved your portrayal of her. And then I got, like, I couldn't speak again because I'm thinking, Gary Grant watched me on TV. <laughs> it's amazing. Oh my gosh, yeah. wow. So anyway, you know, when somebody knows you have a crush on them, they just play it to the, yeah. To yeah. the hilt. Yeah. And so we, we would double date, Bert and, and, and I and, and Carrie and, and who paid wife. the bill? <laughs> and so, and so I would he, like to know. He would call me when I was doing Partners in Crime. He'd call me on the set, and I'd always think it was Bert, like, pretending to be <laughs> Cary Grant, and it really was Cary Grant. Wow. Anyway, oh so God. I have wonderful memories of him, and then I got to play his daughter's mother 
in one episode of a series called Movie Stars and um, was Harry Hamlin and Jennifer Grant. Oh my and god. I played I played her mother. So, you know, some some things just come. Yeah. That's crazy. crazy. Wow. That's but crazy. an alive celebrity that that I just go gaga over. You can say me. It's okay. I go. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe my husband did. Do I talk about anybody in particular, honey? Check the tapes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if there's any. I, I do have a drool over musical person, and that would be Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Bruno I Mars. thought you were whispering something. <laughs> Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars. I'm He's there with gorgeous. You. He's so talented. Although, you. Lonnie, you couldn't I mean, wear heels around him. I, and it wouldn't matter. I don't even care. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that is your celebrity crush. Okay. What fashion fad did you fall victim to that you're like, oh, my God, I can't believe those pictures are out there. I actually did that because it was the height. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think the shoulders. The shoulder uh, pads? The 80 shoulders because <laughs> – They fit. I mean, they, I'm they not had, mad at shoulder pads. They had no. a look, but if you had – uh, large breasts besides you ended up looking like an enormous linebacker <laughs> <laughs> it would give you and a weird so, shape I mean yes yeah. and so and then all yeah. foreshortened with just this gigantic <laughs> top hat so <laughs> we, we actually have a picture here's a Joan Collins in her sh- shoulder pads what well, see yeah. well she well, wasn't yeah. but maybe she, she didn't, didn't, have, didn't have big shoulders have to begin them, with yeah. I have like substantial shoulders I don't need any shoulder pads so <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of like I have those Esther Williams shoulders to start out so oh then, healthy yeah, yeah. athletic yeah, Athletic, yeah. Perfect. Um, what is your favorite candy bar? It, you'll maybe never have heard of it, but it's a nut goodie, and they're made in Minnesota. Oh. oh. Nut goodie. The Pearson Nut Company. Sounds yummy. Is it yeah. There's a drag queen named Nut Goodie somewhere. <laughs> it's got to be. <laughs> <laughs> it's chocolate and nuts and a nougat. You know, oh, nougat. yeah. Right. Hello. Yeah. All right. All right. This one you could take a pass on if you would okay. like. Your least favorite co-star. My least? Mm, yeah, I, I better. <laughs> but obviously one came right to mind one, one just popped right in yeah. there absolutely <laughs> <laughs> is it male or female talk to talk to my makeup and hair and wardrobe team <laughs> um, and i know you wrote a book yes um when's the next one gonna come out well, that, you know that was a few that years was ago in 95 it came out and obviously many years have passed since then yeah. oprah had said to me because my book is titled uh, my life in high heels and she said do you want to write my book in flats and I thought I'm still in high heels I don't, know, <laughs> I don't know about anybody else but I'm still doing high heels so yes and I have a lot to say in the last 20 years do it do it, do it. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. totally for it mm-hmm. um, Terry and Terry real fast can you tell your Betty Davis story Oh, I'm, I, oh, okay okay I we, we were talking about feud and I said I have a quick little Betty Davis story I was waiting to stand in line to get her autograph for a, a book signing and she had already had the stroke, and she was all withered and mean. Still and smoking. She was just like, <laughs> you know, people were gushing, and she was wasn't looking, <laughs> and and gushing. No, no, I'm not gonna look at. This will be the like, next episode of Feud, by the yeah, way. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So I was terrified. It was my turn. I was like, oh my god, I'm terrified. So I gave her the book, and I said not a word, and she signed it, and she didn't give it back yet, and I didn't say a word. It was silent, and she looked at me. She hadn't looked at anybody, and she looked at me, and I said. Thank you very much. And she said, no, 
Thank you very much. <laughs> That's pretty spot on. By Gosh, you were better than Susan Sarandon. Right? <laughs> Thank yeah. you. I would, I would give him the role. Yes. Ryan Murphy, Ryan Murphy. <laughs> I can play her when she's withered and old. You did every syllable perfectly. Though. It's funny. I've had Karen Cadle on the show, and she uh, is PR rep. She's all, all the big stars. Audrey Hepburn was her close friend. Uh, Sophia Loren, uh, uh, Elizabeth Taylor. Like she's repped everybody, but Betty Davis was. Uh, she was Betty Davis's last. PR rep, she has recordings from the answering machine, and Betty Davis would leave these long rambling, oh where God. are you? You know, all <laughs> this. <laughs> awesome. Wow. All right, Terry Ray. Oh my God, I'm scared. Oh. I know, it's terrifying. It's terrifying. It? Yeah. <laughs> what is the worst job you've ever had? And we know you've had every type of job under the sun. Oh my God. Uh, I've had some really horrible jobs. Um, I think I was hired to be the executive secretary to somebody at Channel 13 and I had no idea. I thought it was there to answer the phone. I didn't know how to type. I didn't know how to do anything and I just I was horrified and they said will you come take a letter and I said sure where and they're like you do you do shorthand don't you and I'm like "Uh uh-huh and I I just wrote as fast as I could and um and then I went and I'm like, what did he say? And I went and I tried to type like this. And then when he was he'd come by, I'd take the thing out and just like, rah, 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 like this. And then I handed him the thing and he said, oh my God, you put it in such simple terms. They tried to hire me. And I'm like, I seriously have no idea what I'm doing. And he's like, you're faking it so well. And I'm like, thank you, but I have I'm no an actor. idea I'm what an I'm actor. doing. And then a dog peed on you. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been my I worst job. I love how job. that's not the worst job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Um, who has been your favorite celebrity meeting besides Miss Lonnie Anderson? Oh, well, that was my, yes. oh, okay. My, my um, favorite, I guess the one I was most excited to meet was Lucille Ball. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. So that was. I wouldn't be able to speak. I, it was amazing. It was, I, well, it was pure, like, I, you know, we loved her so much. Of course, everybody did. And I came here and I was like, she was shooting her show and the one that, like her last one, Life with Lucy, whatever that was called. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um. And I didn't have any special ticket, and I was like, I'm waiting in line, and, and the person in front of me was the last person to get in, and I didn't get in. And I'm like, oh, my God. And I'm like, I can't believe the person in front of me got in, and I didn't get in. But I wasn't crazy, and the, 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 the pages were talking to me, and I didn't go away. I just stood there, and I was like, oh, he was talking. And then all of a sudden, one of them came and said, come with me. And they put me next to Lucy Arnaz. And because uh, whoever she was with didn't show up, and Lucille Ball came out and she picks, I didn't, she picks one person and she said, "Kid, what's your name?" And I said, "Terry." <laughs> and she said, she, "The entire night, everything she said was to me." And and we talked wow. the entire night, and it, it and it was the last time she ever acted. Wow. The show got canceled that night. It was in the eighties. Yeah. 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 And um, she was like, like Gail Gordon was in the show. She was like, Terry, you want to see Gail stand on his head? I'm like, okay. He's like, she said, Gail, stand on your head for Terry. And like, he took a cushion off the sofa. And, he, and, and this, you know, chubby little lady old man stood on his head for me. And I felt, thank you, thank you, Gail. It was, wow. it was amazing. Wow. I love that. But I was so thrilled to, to be in the room with her, but much less to have her talking to me all night. It was amazing. Wow. Amazing. Uh, what job would you be doing if you're not in entertainment? Oh, my God. Hopefully something where I'd earn a five dollars. Uh, <laughs> let's see. I I, I, uh, I I maybe I might be a school teacher. Maybe I can't stand children. I just I, really I just, like it makes me shudder. Do you like children? <laughs> I do. My grandmother was a school teacher, and she wanted me to be one so bad. And I used to go and help her. But I I maybe I would be a school teacher. That wouldn't be earning five dollars. So I guess I didn't do that right. Okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> what do you think is the gayest show on TV today? And I don't mean gay like it's an LGBT show, but like the gayest show. You're like, this show was gay. Oh, God. Um, I don't watch a lot of this stuff, but um, I, I think the the real the Real Housewives things are just super gay. I love them. Yeah. I love them. I love it. I love it. Super gay. I had the Shaws of Sunset on last week. Yeah. Whew. Like it's just. It still smells like vodka around yeah. here from them. <laughs> <laughs> um, who would be your dream co-star if you were to do a show? Um, and who who would be your dream co-star besides, of course, Miss Lonnie Anderson? Okay, well, you're taking away all my good ones. <laughs> um, I'm gonna say, so who's popping in my mind? Sally Field. Oh, yeah. she was so good in uh, Doris. What was the what was the full title? My name of is that? Doris. Oh, yeah, my, my name, name is Doris. Doris. Mm-hmm. Such a great she film. She just opened so on Broadway like yeah. this what? week. Yeah. yeah, I just what think she's amazing. Uh, the Glass Menagerie. The Glass Menagerie. Yeah. Are you kidding? Yeah, she's the lead. She's Road Amanda. trip. Let's she's all get in the car. Right. Come on, Lonnie. Let, let's go. Wonderful actress. Your husband can all drive us. We'll sit in the back. Okay, so Lonnie, I'm going to circle back since we didn't get you know who your least favorite co-star name was. Yes. What is Lonnie Anderson? I can tell you what what he did. Oh, it was a he. It was a he. Okay. A he who, in a kissing scene, bit my lip no. till it it was like bleeding and black and blue. And no. On purpose. On purpose. Oh, that's horrible. Oh my, God. Oh my lord. Mm-hmm. And then I have a runner-up, somebody who did. You know, when you do, a, they do a a close-up. You do the two shot, and then you each do your close-up. Um, we did the two shot. We played the scene one way. I did my close-up first, and then he did his close-up an entirely different direction. Didn't match the two-shot, didn't match my close-up. So they just so have to use it. Yeah, nothing could so be used. So nothing could be used either, you know, just to be... Oh, just like like awful. evil, evil. Wow. You know, be, mm-hmm. being an actor is and big so stars. We're talking about big stars. Mm-hmm. That's awful. Yeah. Being an actor is so naked. Not only are you naked in front of audience, and you don't know if it's going to be millions or who's going to be seeing you at what point in their life or at what time of day, but it, being naked with another actor on stage, you're so vulnerable sharing a scene with them. Yeah. It's. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. that's one of the most. I mean, that's more intimate than you know being in closed yeah. doors, you know, in, in in the bedroom. But I want to know what is what is Lonnie Anderson watching on TV. Oh, you know when you said you binge watched The Crown? Yeah. Me too. Oh, oh I just oh, so good. Wasn't it wonderful? I know. You know, and show. what's not, they're wonderful actors and great portrayals, but the history. I love yeah. it. You know, and, yeah. and mm-hmm. there's so much you think you know, but you didn't really know, or you <laughs> forgot. Or, or the relationship between the sisters. Yes. I know. So and the Queen Mother was kind of biatchy. Wasn't she? <laughs> I she always seemed like a sweet old lady. But she was and like, what about the Queen Mom's mom? <laughs> yeah, she was super biatchy. It's, oh, her, yeah. <laughs> it's hereditary. <laughs> Just ask Tori Spelling. <laughs> it gets worse as you go back. Yeah. <laughs> but like sitcom wise, are you watching like Modern Family or like? I like Blackish. I think Blackish is yeah, really well smart. done. I, very yeah, smart. very smart. And I love mo- Modern Family. It's just a yeah. classic. But the middle. Um, really? I like the middle too. I, I like I've the middle. tried so hard with that like show, it. and I just can't. Um, I, I maybe it's because I grew up in Minnesota. I really relate to the middle. Yeah. I mean, it is the middle. Mm-hmm. That's I know those people. Mm-hmm. We that is our like our family. Mm-hmm. Patricia Heaton is amazing. Amazing. Uh, I, I knew her when I was a kid. Do, has anybody watched Schitt's Creek? Yes. Oh my god, I love it. I, I love, love it. that show. Do you know what's here the other day? Uh, uh, 
the kid, Dan Levy, was here. Oh, my here. God, he's so good. I almost attacked him in the lobby because he is so talented. So good. So good. You know, uh, Eugene Levy's son. Mm, yeah. yeah. They work so well together. Of course, Catherine O'Hara. Oh, but I love that But he's so show. handsome on top of that. Yeah. It's a great... And he's Canadian. You know, yeah. the, and it's the filmed problem in Canada. is yeah. how to catch all of this television. It's on Netflix. Because... Oh, Who so has hard. time, though, right? Yeah. So you wouldn't... If, in your life, if uh, there are over 400 scripted shows on television, mm-hmm. how would you even And with web series them? on yeah. YouTube, I'm like, you just... Yeah. There's so much material, yeah. which is good. But take time to watch web series like My Sister sister Is So Gay on on Telefilms. It's so true. So I love Telefilms. I've had a lot of people from (laughs) Barry Bostwick came in from Telefilms. Yeah, he's got one of their shows, yeah. Uh, Stan Zimmerman, of course, Uh um, his new show. So uh, this month is all Telefilms. We love Telefilms. Check some, uh, check uh, Telefilms.com, I I believe. Right, right. Um, So... This, t- this time has come to an end. Oh my god! Oh my god. What oh. a fun, fun show so you guys! I, I have a last this question, La- Lonnie. Yeah, yeah. Do you have a website? You know, I don't. You, you don't, don't Miss Lonnie and, Anderson. Okay, my research so, was very tough. Okay, so so I have to tell you that I met with my commercial agents and my agents and everybody today, and and I got the. We have, you know, I'm you have, like not with it. You have that. But one. I I grew up in an era of trying to be anonymous and and it was all about acting i never wanted to be me i wanted to pretend to be somebody else so that's my problem with reality is that you know that's not why i became an actress i I just want to be somebody else and so i've i've come to this late marketing but it's time and you know what your story could inspire so many uh, other women you know and that's what i have to think about Mm -hmm. i have to think about Mm -hmm. Relating to women, if maybe if mm-hmm. they could glean anything from the craziness of my life, um, that would be good. It's uh, the why, why I wrote my book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So if somebody wanted to follow you, are you are you on Twitter? Are you? I, no. So this is going to come, be coming. It's coming, everyone. It's yes. Coming. Yay! That'll help me. Just <laughs> Google Lonnie Anderson. You'll see a lot of images of Lonnie a Anderson. Lot of yeah. Yeah. Yes. 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 Yeah. I'm surprised to see all of the things that you can see on YouTube. That, uh, you know, uh, an old Bob Hope show or an old Tonight Mm -hmm. Show. Um, It's just uh, amazing to me. And once in a while, you catch yourself and you think, what am I going to say? Oh, my gosh. Do I still like me? Yeah. Am I still the same? Uh, Do I, you know, do I want to be reminded that I said that? It's an interesting to have all of whatever you've done there forever and ever and ever. Uh, It makes you think about what you say. Wow. Well, I have to say, this has been an absolute pleasure. Um, I've heard so so many great stories of people working with you and that you're a class act. And it's such, uh, it's so exhilarating to know that definitely. All true. This is like hanging out with family and getting all these stories. (laughs) Can't wait for your next book to come out. Thank you very much. Higher heels, I think it should be. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. That's cute. You heard it here first. (laughs) (laughs) Terry Ray, we know uh, your website is great. And you have you have uh, links to all the projects that you've done right. here. At TV, you have uh, a very sexy show. Um, where can our listeners find you? Uh, my website is terryray.tv, and that's T E R R Y T E R R Y R A Y dot TV dot TV spelled TV. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, I guess you'll share information about season two. Yes, yeah, season two. Uh, now that we have season one is officially premiered. 
Uh, we will be getting on to season two. It's written, and I can't wait to do it. It's going to be fun. very Good. fun. How Good. fun. Maybe we should do like a live stream interview from the set one day. That's my bedroom. In your bedroom. one bedroom apartment. Yes. <laughs> if Lottie can make room in, the, in her dressing room yeah. for it. I have a lot of writers in my contract, just so you know. <laughs> Zach Gruber, where can people follow you? Well, I am on Twitter. It's World Looking Up, at World Looking Up. Um, I also have a website, ZachGruber.com, where I have all of my paintings, all my watercolors, oh, and fabulous. also my Huffington Post articles. I've written hundreds. So many um, and they're all and, so it, and my name is spelled X-A-Q-U-E, last name G-R-U-B-E-R.com. Also give your Instagram. It's Zach with an X, not Zach. with a Z. Yeah. It sounds, I know, whatever. <laughs> anyway, that's my real name. Okay. You can look at my driver's license. <laughs> <laughs> People are like, that's so not your real name. we had parents that had interesting names <laughs> spell our names. Yeah. Um, also give your Instagram handle because you share such great pictures from all your travels. It's just my name, Zach Gruber. And um, I love posting on Instagram. I post all sorts of things. I love it. I do something every day, once a day. Yeah. Got to. Of course. Yeah. Mm. Instagram would be fun for you, Lana. Yes. Well, I, you know, yeah. I do it right now with the family. Oh, okay. So I, I, I have to say, I already know. I just haven't opened it up to the. Okay. The world S- start yet. a new one that's just, sh- just yeah. the world. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. People yeah. will go nuts. Okay. They'll love yes. it. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Mr. Ferreira, where can people find you and find out more about your organization? So my work is at AIDSMonument.org, and uh, but I'm going to plug something. I started a resistance group uh, called Roar which is Rise, Oppose, and Resist. And we have our first meeting on Sunday morning at the Abbey in West Hollywood. So if you want to join on Facebook, Roar Resistance. Nice. I thought it was like from Bears, Cubs, and Scruff. Or Roar. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's, that's a whole different type of resistance. Yes. Uh, thank you for all you do for the community and, and continue to do. For our listeners that don't know, uh, you founded uh, LifeWorks, which is the youth uh, LGBT group that's now at, at the center. You yes. started that at a small little office on Melrose. I remember some that's of the first amazing. board meetings. That's good yeah. for you. Yeah. Thank you. In thank fact, you. you used to have parties in the Sunset Gower parking lot. Yes, yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we used to have our big fundraiser here. Yeah, what this a small is a home. Circle of life. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> Tony, thank you so much. Um, I have to thank our listeners. You know, we have listeners email from all different cities of all different walks of life. What I love about the show is that we bring so many types of people together, and I think that's what the future is. I cannot thank the listeners enough. Keep sending your comments into info at ontherocksradioshow.com. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. And uh, we're live every Tuesday. See you next week. This has been On the Rocks with Alexander every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on Universal Broadcasting Network. Find me on Facebook on On the Rocks Radio Show. Tweet me or Instagram me at On the Rocks On Air. See you next Tuesday.